It's You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. Yes, indeed it is. You Better You Bet. Nick Costos, Ken Barkley. Awesome to be here with you on the BetQL Network. Every game here, Game 7, including the Broncos beating the Bills last night. Shout out to us. No hot take BS on this show. We bring you the bets. We bring you the sports. We're coming to you live today from all the usual spots. The Odyssey app, the BetQL app. We'll be simulcast by our friends at Stadium from 4 to 6 Eastern, YouTube.com backslash Odyssey Sports, Twitch.tv backslash BetQL, and heard on radio stations nationwide, including Satellite Radio, Sirius Channel 160, and XM Channel 205. As Ken and I bring you the wagertainment, we are talking all things sports betting. Proudly presented today and always by the king of sportsbooks, the great people at BetMGM. Download the BetMGM app and visit BetMGM.com and do so on this T3. Three words that all start with the letter T. It is a terrific football Tuesday, November 14th, 2023. Thanksgiving right around the corner. Thank God for that. Our show is on Twitter, at You Better You Bet. I'm on Twitter and the gram, at the Costos. Ken Barkley, your favorite handicapper's favorite handicapper, is on X. Literally, right now, this second, he's on X, at Lockie Lockerson. And on this terrific football Tuesday, we're going to bring you three tremendous guests. How about the host of Total Access on the NFL Network? My good buddy went to college with him. The great Mike Yam will join us on the show today, doing an unbelievable job hosting Total Access every single day on NFL Network. Mike Yam's going to join us talking week 11 in the National Football League. Can't wait to welcome my friend Mike Yam to the program. Uh, Dallin Cuff will join us on the show today. People will remember Dallin's joined us the last couple college basketball seasons. You know, studio host, betting analyst for our friends at ESPN. Dallin is awesome. Dallin played Division I college basketball. Can't wait to get Dallin on the show today. Talking, honestly, like a phenomenal night in college hoops, including the Champions Classic. A lot of great games tonight in college basketball. Our friend Dallin Cuff will join us to break it all down coming up in the third hour of the show. And then fresh off an outright call last week in golf. Our friend Jason Sobel returns to You Better You Bet in the Power Hour today. Jason Sobel from Sirius XM PGA Tour Radio giving us golf bets for the weekend. We will definitely ask Jason to hashtag call his shot this weekend. Plus, we'll finish P squared, P squared, our initial handicap for week number 11 in the National Football League, which will feature games uh, played by the two teams that played Monday Night Football last night with new offensive coordinator Joe Brady and the Buffalo Bills hosting the New York Jets. Yet another interesting point spread involving a Buffalo Bills game. Can't wait to discuss it. And what Sean McDermott did today, making another scapegoat on his coaching staff. This time it's Ken Dorsey, Bills and the Jets on Sunday in Western New York. We'll talk Sunday night football with the four and five Denver Broncos right back in the thick of the AFC playoff conversation as Denver welcomes in. The Minnesota Vikings, winners of five straight games, maybe with Justin Jefferson, apparently running without discomfort. We won't know the answer to that question until later in the week, but a fascinating handicap on Sunday night with Denver and Minnesota. Uh, maybe not a fascinating handicap for the Niners and the Bucks in, uh, in the Bay Area. Here's the handicap. Are the Niners going to win by a million or just win by 10? We'll talk about it coming up later in the show. We'll also get into the Rams and the Seahawks in Los Angeles with Matthew Stafford expected to start for LA. And then, how awesome is this? Great primetime games this week. Bengals-Ravens Thursday night. We told you about the Sunday night game with the Vikings and the Broncos and Monday night football six days from today, a Super Bowl rematch. The Chiefs, the Eagles in Kansas City. Our handicaps for all five of the games just mentioned coming up as we move along on the show today. It is a Tuesday, and you know what that means. Day two of Lochmas and Santa's here, Ken Barkley, to tell you how about the Heisman Trophy right now. Is, uh, is Jaden Daniels worth a look right now, the third choice in the market, or is it just as easy as... 
Bono's Heisman. We will talk Heisman Trophy coming up later this hour on the program. Power Hour, Final Hour, all our bets for tonight will feature the Gone Too Far college basketball plays. Tyler, the creator of winning college basketball bets, Tyler Morales will lay some college hoops on us after he gave out Arizona and a player prop winner on Friday night. Bets of Steel in the National Hockey League. Best of the best in the NBA. Can't wait to talk NBA props tonight. Can't wait to give out NHL sides and totals. And we will tell you the games that we've already bet for Week 11 in the National Football League. We're locked and loaded. Very busy Tuesday edition of the show on tap. Ken Barkley, how's it going? Whew. Yeah, that was a lot. There was a lot going on. I, I, everything you said, I felt like I. There just there's so much stuff going on. I feel like I spend hours every day just combing through betting markets and and betting stuff and firing and firing and firing. We'll talk about some of that stuff probably over the course of the show. We did yesterday too, and uh, and and got some good news I think with some of those things today. But like, what a game! And not what a game like. Wish, you know, you you should have been there and seen it. And like, what a classic! Just like. What a game. <laughs> like, what a stupid game. <laughs> what a what a game. Uh, can't bury the lead. We won. And uh, covering the whole time, there was a chance we were going to lose in, like, epic fashion, I guess, at some point, where it was going to be eight and, and terrible things were going to happen in my house. Uh, I, but I we tweeted won. that, Ken. Yeah. It's a yeah. one-point game. Buffalo's up by one. I'm like, if Russell Wilson throws a pick six and we lose by I eight, I, I yeah, am, I'm just not, I am yeah. the joker. I am the yeah. Joker. If this is how it ends tonight, yeah. I'm about to I'm about to terrorize Gotham City. Like <laughs> that's what's about to happen. I just, but it didn't happen. Uh, and the the Broncos won. Now, obviously, like it, you know, if you if you bet the Bills last night, you're 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 definitely going to wake up this morning looking at the box score of the game and just shaking your head and being like, I don't even I don't even know where to begin. And uh, and the Bills the Bills knew where to begin. They began by firing their offensive coordinator. But just like it was. It was just a, it was a classic, you know, ridiculous, coin flippy, stupid NFL game. Like, this is why we love the NFL for games like this, where it doesn't really make a lot of sense. And 10 different things happen in the final minute, all of which are like ridiculous in completely different ways where the, where the telecast, and we'll do this like probably later in the hour, where the telecast has to like take a timeout during a potential game-winning drive to tell you DeMar Hamlin is playing his first defensive snap for the Buffalo Bills. And like you hear the crowd cheering in the background while they're, while the Broncos are driving down the field, like just a crazy series of events, uh, the kind of game that's like, that's that's why the NFL is really fun, even whether you bet on it, whatever, betting on it's better. Uh, just a really, really ridiculous game, and we won. Yeah, uh, winning winning was really awesome. Uh, great prop night also. Gabe Davis goes over. Javante Williams goes over. Got like a billion carries in the game. So a really, really excellent like Monday night football game from a betting perspective. And like a lot of betting conversation to come out of it. Like Buffalo going to miss the playoffs? Like Buffalo's updated win total in the market, eight and a half juiced way over. I, I, I don't know if the Bills are getting definitely getting to nine wins at this point. And, uh, and Denver, obviously, like, are they going to make the playoffs now? They're in a logjam with a lot of teams potentially for the seventh seed in the AFC. We'll get to all of it over the course of the show. And I guess, like, we can start a little bit here, and we can weave this in as we, as we move along, certainly when we talk about the Bills-Jets game. But just, like... Like, they fire Ken Dorsey today, and not not a surprise. I even tweeted it last night, and this is not to be like, wow, look at me, look at how great I am. Like, I predicted this. I thought it was pretty obvious, right? You pay, like, attention to this stuff. Like, you can't lose that game on national television to go to 5-5 five and five in a year where people are expecting you, at the very least, to be there at the end in January. Maybe you don't beat Kansas City, but you're there at the end, one of the final four, one of the final two teams in the conference at least, and now you might not make the playoffs, and it's like, but what are you going to do? 
The quarterback's never getting benched because he's really good. That's never going to happen. Sean McDermott already scapegoated the defensive coordinator, Leslie Frazier, last year, and now he calls the plays on defense. There was only one more move for him to make. Like, a lot of this comes down to, it's not like, wow, like, I'm great for predicting this. It's human behavior. Sean McDermott probably feels like his seat's getting hotter, and there was one move that he could make, and it was to fire the offensive coordinator. Whether you out there think it was a good move or not, I kind of think it was. Because, like, yeah, like, all these stats are great. Like, oh, like, a success rate and all this garbage. Also, the quarterback turns the ball over constantly. Constantly. Like, at some point, a coach has got to sit this dude down, Josh Allen, and, like, fix this issue. And Dorsey wasn't doing it. So I, I don't mind the move. Also, like, this is human behavior, right? McDermott's ass is on the line. He needs to buy himself a little more time. And now all the heat's on him, man. And this it's not really a betting conversation unless he's going to be, like, the next coach fired. I don't see that happening. Like, maybe they lose to the Jets and, like, it really goes sideways. I don't even know who the interim coach would be. Just that, like, yeah, of course they fired Ken Dorsey. Of course they did. And now McDermott's going to be out the door next, Ken, if they don't make the playoffs. And I guess it could go sideways and he could get fired next. I don't see that happening. But just wanted to, like, do, like, the NFL news part of it. And I... I'm telling you, man, like, I can't wait to talk about the Bills-Jets game on Sunday a little right. later in the show as well. <laughs> it's Josh Allen and Zach Wilson. Uh, like, what do they have in common? Somehow their teams both may miss the play, even though despite being one being really good and one being really terrible. They're both kind of in the exact same situation. It's uh, it's kind of remarkable. Yeah, I, I just, um, you know, I think last night I was really looking forward to that game. We, I think we even talked about it on the air. Just, I, I was really excited. And, you know, you look at the records of the teams, be like, well, what? What were you so excited about? Like, what what's going on? Well, a, a, we really liked, like, really liked the Broncos in the game. We talked about it all week. It was one of our favorite bets. Thought maybe they were live to win the game, but definitely thought that they could cover the game with how the Bills defend. And it, but I, I was like, it's it's kind of more than that because for both teams, it was such like a like sort of just like a season long, you know, like what what are we going to do here the rest of the year with both franchises? I I had identified Denver at the start of the week. Um, this you know, last week, uh, a week ago, as a team that maybe could be really surprising in the second half of the season. And we talked about it. Um, you know, we sort of like hinted at like, you know, like Sean Payton, coach of the year. Is that really dead? He goes uh, 180 to one to 100 to one off the win. To, there's still 100 to ones on the board for him. Uh, he's viewed as like less likely to win than a lot of coaches that actually have a 0% chance, which is kind of funny. And maybe you think he has a 0% chance and that's fine. Um, they They're just... They struck me as a really interesting team the rest of the year, but it kind of had to start with this. And you got the idea, too, in the fourth quarter of that game. Like, if they lose that game, Bills give them a million turnovers, ton of mistakes, and the Broncos kind of unable to ever put the game away. The game's always in doubt. Special teams, miscues, just really kind of crazy stuff. Two botched extra points. And uh, if they had lost that game, then it's kind of over before it started. Seasons in terms over. of like them Three getting momentum going, right? Done yeah, so. they're just agreed. It's in order for in order for Peyton to win, the team to make the playoffs, this to just be interesting, had to win, and you were big dog in the game. So like it wasn't, you know, I didn't I didn't want to hype it a ton all week because it's like, look, this isn't very likely. Like they got to go to Buffalo, they got to win <laughs> in order for this in order for this to even get started. They have to do that after beating Kansas City. Like, think about how behind the eight ball they were one and five or whatever. Um, just a really tough spot, but they did. And now and now things are really interesting because they're not great, but they're at least average or pretty good. And that's going to be good enough in a lot of games that they have left on the schedule. They're going to play the Chargers a couple times. They're going to play the Raiders. Again, they're done with the Chiefs. No more Chiefs games. So, like, they're good. Like, it's all non-Chiefs the rest of the way, which is going to be really good for them. It's really good for any team when you don't have to play Kansas City a lot. And then for Buffalo, sort of like the reverse, right? Was this the buy point? And you and I talked about this. I thought you did a really good job bringing this up last week. 
why didn't they change anything going into this game? Like, that was the question that you asked after they lost to Cincinnati last week. You were like, you found it interesting. They're just going to roll out the same offensive coordinator, same game plan. It doesn't seem like they're fixing anything. They're just going like, run it back. Let's play another game like this and let's see what happens because there have kind of been some bright spots on offense. It hasn't been consistent, but like maybe we can figure this thing out. Maybe we can kind of get back on the right track. And you and I both said one of the reasons we liked Denver is that they didn't make any changes yet. So like they needed a loss to almost be a catalyst. I mean, we, I mean, we actually kind of predicted this whole thing, to be honest, a week ago where like, yeah, when they lose this game and it's embarrassing, then we said this a week ago, then they're going to make changes. And they did. And uh, and so it just now now what for them feel I mean Allen MVP and like people can EPA yourself to death doesn't matter he's not winning and uh, you know like are the Bills going to make the playoffs maybe maybe not their chances are not particularly good that means they're obviously not going to win the Super Bowl they were one of the favorites coming into the year to do that they're probably not going to win the division Miami's probably going to do that so like there's a lot that kind of unpacks out of that game for both teams. But I, I guess my, the last thing just again, emphasize this, like I, I, like you really nailed this. I feel like off of the, the Bengals game, why not do something like, why not do something? And they didn't, and this happened and now they're going to do something. And now we can kind of play it out going forward when we talk about the jets game later. And there, there are markets right now, right? The bills to miss the playoffs is minus two twenty. Like they're a, they're yeah. a huge fave to miss the playoffs right they're now. They're way behind the they, eight ball schedule wise. They're way I, behind I, the eight ball schedule wise. And, and, yeah. and I'll tell you, like, if they get in with the schedule, and we can have this conversation if and when that happens. Like they'll obviously be really dangerous if if and when that happens. Oh, but of course. It's it's not, but it's yeah. not likely to happen because the schedule so it's so absolutely outrageous. And just like I, I wasn't gonna take it in this direction, but I will, and then we could do more on the game on the other side. Just like like I I get it like EPA and whatever and DVOA and like uh success rate so and like all Nick this garbage Saban right now. <laughs> like but, like I, I'm sorry and like I maybe I sound like the old man here like I'm not that old like I I, I think that I like to think about football pretty analytically, the way I view kind of like fourth down decisions and like yeah, the way coaches manage games. But like can we just like can we actually because like Ken Dorsey gets fired and everyone wants to turn this into, well, actually, like, Ken Dorsey didn't do anything wrong. The offense is actually good. It's like, you can think that, and you can look at Not numbers even good. and a spreadsheet. The offense is actually great. Like, one of right. the best. True. Not good. Not just good. Not just good. That's important. Like, no, no, no. Like, the best, almost. Yeah. And then, and then, you you do this revolutionary thing called watching the goddamn game. And what do you see? Josh Allen, who's awesome. It's not like a, a bash Josh Allen session. Josh Allen's great. Making stupid decision after stupid decision. Or James Cook fumbles the ball. He's 100 times better than Latavius Murray. In a must-win game, Sean McDermott decides to flex his disciplinary muscle like an idiot and plays Latavius Murray for like four straight series over James Cook. Or you get down by the goal line with your nine-foot-tall quarterback and you run and plays out of the shotgun. It's a stupid football team. Great. Success rate. EP. I don't care. Watch the damn game. I'm not saying Dorsey's the worst offensive coordinator ever, but what do you think? Buffalo's just going to run this back again? They'll be 5-6 and six after losing to the Jets. Maybe they will be anyway. On the other side, more for Monday Night Football. We'll unpack the Bills and the Broncos. Nick and Ken, you better you bet.